Sadie dog just wandered into the kitchen. Uh, Look at over the cat trees. What do you think, everybody? Sadie dog comes walking back in. What do you think, everybody? I do not see the cats. <laughs> so that means they are upstairs shitting. Shitting on my bed. They're upstairs shitting on my bed. They're upstairs shitting on my motherfucking bed. And we can bet it's better than shitting on my head. They're not shitting on my head. They're not shitting on my head. <laughs> oh, but how was your day, everybody? How was your day? Was it good? Was it a good day? I hope it was, everybody. I do hope it was a good day. Why? Because today is Monday, January 30th, 2020. Trace, uh, it was probably the beginning of the work week for you. You probably worked. You, you went to school if you had school. Say, are you going upstairs? I don't want you upstairs. Thank you. Uh, hopefully it was good. Hopefully you had a good time. Uh, hopefully the weekend was relaxing and you had fun. Uh, if it wasn't, have a beer, go to bed, wake up. And tomorrow's Tuesday. Today is the last Monday of the month. Holy shit. It's going to be February on Wednesday. That's crazy. It's fucking crazy. But uh, I'm your host, Stu McAllister. If you're new to the podcast, uh, I used to be a comedian. Used to be a social worker, now I'm making a shit ton of mistakes. A lot of mistakes, nothing but mistakes. I'm, I'm really good. I'm finding out I am only good at making mistakes. That's all I'm good at, everybody. I, I make bad choices. I, I, I think about things. I weigh the pros and the cons. I make an educated choice, and it's wrong. <laughs> it's wrong. Even when I when I choose to second guess myself, I make the wrong decision. It's kind of um, who was that character? It uh, was was it Pigpen? Pigpen was just like constantly in like a, a tornado of shit. It's always dirt and dust and grime and whatever floating around him, right? And Charlie Brown, Peanuts. You guys know what I'm talking about. Pigpen? That's me. I'm Pigpen. Not necessarily dirty, but just like bad, weird shit happens all the time. All the time. Get up here, Sadie. I don't know what, what you want, but get up here. Get up here. Like, for instance, today I stopped in the grocery store, right? And uh, for, those, for those who are unaware, uh, for the last, I don't know, 
four or five years, maybe longer. I've been on a no mammal diet. All right, I don't eat beef. I don't eat pork. Uh, and that's pretty much all the mammal that people eat. I mean, I suppose people might eat venison or bison or weird shit. Shit like that's not fucking readily available to me at Meyer, <laughs> So I don't eat it. So pretty much I'm a poultry guy and a fish guy, right? So I'm in the uh, frozen food section, right? Looking at the uh, single serve uh, microwave dinners because I'm treating myself. <laughs> Is there anything sadder? So, uh, you know, I'm looking, what was it, uh, like Boston Market or whatever, I had a sale. It was like $2.50 a meal. It's pretty cheap, right? So I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll get a couple. I bought three. Bought uh, a couple chicken ones. One's like a uh, barbecue chicken uh, mac and cheese kind of concoction. I'm sure it's incredibly healthy. <laughs> and uh, I bought I buy two of those. One of the other chicken. I get home. One of the one of the chicken things I bought was beef. I don't know. Somehow. It, this beef fucking thing was in the chicken section. I'm like, God, I didn't realize until I got it home. I'm like, God damn it. Why? Why? Because I'm not paying attention. I'm being stupid. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, I did find a Josh Allen bobblehead doll at, at the Meyer. It's weird finding Josh Allen shit in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, it's relatively specific. There also was a Patrick Mahomes and a Justin Herbert one as well, too. I didn't buy those. I bought it because a, a, a buddy of mine, a listener, Chad, he he was like, I'd found one previously. And he's like, oh, man, if you ever find one again, I'm down. I'm like, all right. So I messaged him. I was like, hey, man, I found it. You want it? He's like, fuck yeah. I'm like, all right, I'll hook you up. So that was good at least, right? It was weird that it was there. So that means they must be continuously ordering these things. Josh, they must be going, God, someone's buying the Josh Allen ones. We should probably keep buying them. And I'm like, yeah, it's me. I'm buying it. I don't own any. I'm buying it for other people. So apparently uh, the the Meyer uh, on 28th and Kalamazoo, affectionately known as the Third World Meyer, the Ghetto Meyer, will continue to buy Josh Allen bobblehead dolls. So if you would like one, let me know, and I will pick it up for you. After taxes, it's like 17 bucks. That's it. Is it a good deal? I have no idea. I have no idea. If you'd like a Patrick Mahomes or a Justin Herbert, uh, let me know, and I can pick those up for you, too, as long as they're there. There was a Pittsburgh Steeler one, but I'm not really sure what it is because technically they don't have the person's name on it. It's just the number, and clearly that's Patrick Mahomes, that's, uh, that's Josh Allen, that's Justin Herbert, they had a Joe Burrow one, but the Pittsburgh one, I'm not really sure. Is it supposed to be Mitchell Trubisky, Ben Roethlisberger, uh, who's the other fucking dude, Kenny Pickett? Like, I don't know who the fuck it is for the Steelers, but whatever. So, um... This morning, I'm still, I did not work today. I'm still waiting to figure out. So I figured they would have got a hold of me. I was hoping they would have got a hold of me on Friday because I got through all of the shit, right? I, I gave them all my insurance shit. They got to do a tuberculosis test. Who the fuck's getting tuberculosis, everybody? Is anybody getting tuberculosis nowadays? I don't think I know anyone who's ever gotten tuberculosis. But anyway, 
uh, so I, st I still hadn't heard anybody. So I messaged the recruiter lady today. I was like, hey, uh, I think I passed through all the HR shit. At least that's what the HR person told me on Friday. I'm like, uh, when when do I start? I can't sit around and not work. I need I need to work. Can I work? And she's like, oh, when you when you get through all the HR shit, your uh, your manager will will message you or call you. I'm like, okay. Uh, I thought I did. I thought I did pass everything. That's what they told me on Friday. Whatever. They were processing it. Fucking HR had not processed it yet. I'm like, oh, fucking Christ. So God, God knows when shit will get processed. But you know what, everybody? Uh, apparently, it doesn't take very long to process shit. Because literally within a half hour, they're like, oh, yeah, you, you did it. You did it. You can work. I'm like, great. So uh, the manager called me. I talked to the manager. I'm going to start tomorrow. But it's weird. I have to have like a second screening on my tuberculosis this Friday. So it's kind of, they're being kind of weird about it. They're like, you can work, you can't work, whatever. I'm like, what? Like, I've worked in a hospital before. And I, I don't think I had that kind of like scrutiny on me for tuberculosis. Now, I don't know, maybe things have changed in the last five years from when I last worked at the hospital. But it's just kind of weird. But I'm excited to get going. Hopefully uh, this job will be better than others. Uh, the last job I had clearly was bothering my shoulder. I was in the shower today and I could literally see like my shoulder kind of popping. <laughs> it's not good, everybody. It's not good. Dear Christ on a cracker. Um... So I don't know if you guys watched the football games yesterday, the AFC Championship and the NFC Championship. Congrats to the winners, the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, both teams I picked against. <laughs> I did not do good, everybody. I did not do good. I picked both of the other teams to win. I picked the Niners to win. I picked the Bengals to win. And uh, I was wrong. The Niners... Once their quarterback, Brock Purdy, got hurt, it was over. He did something that was uh, throwing elbow. He wasn't able to kind of hold on to a football, I guess. It was over. Because um, Brock Purdy was their third-string quarterback to start the year. And uh, so, you know, the guy that they're bringing in is like a four-string quarterback. Josh, Josh, what was the name? Josh Johnson? Josh Freeman? Josh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what his name is. The guy has played on like 18 teams in like 15 years. Um, good for good for that guy, Josh Freeman. I think that's his name. Good for him for living the dream, keeping it alive, still getting on teams, still getting paid to play football. But there's a reason this guy has not stuck with the team. There's a reason he keeps getting cut. There's a reason he's playing like weird summer ball for the uh, West Montana Grizzlies or whatever fuck the name of the team was. He actually, he even was playing uh, curling. I think he was on the curling team, the, the uh, American curling team. Like, what? It was very odd. Uh, and that game was not, not, it was not fun to watch. The Eagles 
handled the Niners easily as they should. And a lot of people were giving the Eagles shit of like, oh, they they, on, they only had to go through Daniel Jones and the Giants and fucking um, uh, uh, fucking Josh Freeman of the Niners. Sorry, I, I don't know why I was having a stroke there. Um, but it's, what I'll say then is, uh, you, they, they were in first place, so they get a first round bye. It's not their problem that they had to play the fucking Giants. The Giants beat whoever the fuck they beat in the first round. So then they can play the Giants and you know what? They beat the Giants, but it's also like a team from their conference their, or their division, a team that they have to play twice every year. And that's not very easy to beat a team. Uh, three times in a year, which I believe they did. So kudos to them. And then they had to play the Niners, and the Niners' defense is the best defense in the league, more than likely, and their offense was fine, even though they had a third-string quarterback, Brock Purdy. Decent quarterback. That's all he had to be, decent. He didn't have to win games. Then he gets hurt in, like, the first uh, first quarter, and it's, so it's fucking game over. The defense legitimately can't score points. I mean, they can, but you can't count on the defense to score points for you. And Josh Freeman was just, uh, he's awful. I mean, they might as well have had me back there. So they weren't throwing the ball. They were just running the ball, and the Eagles were fucking able to figure that out pretty goddamn quickly. So kudos to the Eagles. We'll see what happens. And then the other game. Now, the other game was much more competitive. The Chiefs and the Bengals. The Chiefs ended up winning by three. They kicked a field goal with, like, uh, four seconds left in the game. It was a good game. I had I picked the Bengals to win, but I, I thought I was rooting for the Chiefs. Only because Bengals fans have been huge cocksuckers. <laughs> huge cocksuckers. Uh, I really hated how... Bengals players and fans were calling Arrowhead Burrowhead. I hated what the uh, mayor of Cincinnati did. Um, I talked about that on the Patreon, if any of you guys give a shit. Patreon is a paywall. Five bucks a month to get a lot more podcasting. That's all it is. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Search out LML Podcast. You'll find it. Go listen if you want. Five bucks. That's it. Cancel after a month. It's fine. Um... Yeah, so um, it was a good game. It was an exciting game. Did either team play incredibly well? No, not really. I don't feel like any of the teams played incredibly well, but fucking uh, someone's got to win, and the Chiefs won. And here's the problem that I had, everybody. Here's here's the problem that I had. Um, this morning I wake up, and I'm looking at Twitter, as much as I love Twitter, I will I will say that it can be a cesspool at times. Just don't allow it to be a cesspool. Just don't allow it. Block, mute, unfollow, whatever. But a lot of people were saying that the NFL is rigged. Rigged! Rigged! That it, it's not necessarily scripted, but it's rigged. It, the outcome is predetermined. And um, I'll, I'll say this to you, everybody. Go fuck yourself. If you believe that the outcome of games is predetermined. No fucking way. There's no way that dudes on a losing team 
are going to be cool with losing. There's no way that you can tell me the players on the Cincinnati Bengals were like, what? The Chiefs are going to win? Cool. Let's do this. No, fuck it. All, I will say football players, for the most part, are probably all alpha males. And we're going to talk about alpha males in a hot minute, too. And they're not going to be down with losing. Oh, fuck. It's all ego. Legacy. The legend of Joe Burrow or whatever, right? None, none of them are going to be cool with, like, taking that L. So fuck you and fuck your mom. Because what the reason why is they're saying that uh, the, the refs were making some horrible calls. And I'll say this. Refs do make horrible calls. They're human beings. They're out there in the heat of the moment. Split-second stuff. They're not like you and I sitting on a couch somewhere watching on our big screen TV where we have the fucking luxury of looking at slow motion in 40 different angles of replays. They're out there on the field where it's freezing, it's hot, people are yelling. Fucking huge dudes are running past you at a high rate of speed. You know what? Who's, who's going to make a good call on that? Not fucking me and not fucking you. So it's just unreal. So I'm watching it, right? In a couple of the plays that people were really picking out were the... Uh, and again, if none of you guys are football fans, I apologize. I know I go on these fucking rants. Nobody cares. I'm just talking into the goddamn abyss. Fuck. No wonder I have six people subscribed to the Patreon. God damn it. And I'm pretty sure five of them don't even realize that they're still subscribed. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, uh, there was a play where um, Joe Burrow was uh, flagged for intentional grounding, right? Um, where And that is where uh, the quarterback, as opposed to getting sacked, he'll throw the ball down on the ground, right? And you can't just do that. You got to take the fucking sack, right? You take the sack or you legitimately try to throw it to somebody. And a lot of the times the guys will try to make it seem like they're trying to throw it to somebody. You can't throw it to the offensive linemen because they're, they're not there to fucking uh, catch passes from you. You got to throw it to your tight end running back or wide receiver, right? And there you go. You have to be um, also, if you're out of the pocket, and you throw like a weird pass, that's fine too because you're out of the pocket. But if you're still in the pocket, the pocket is the section of the area from um, where the ball hiked to you. And then it's like, I don't know, fucking a couple of yards to the left, a couple of yards to the right. It's like the hashtags, I think. The hash marks. If you're out of the hash marks and you throw it like on the ground, you're fine. It's not intentional grounding. Uh, let me see here. If a, if a foul for intentional ground, it is a foul for intentional grounding if a passer facing imminent loss of yardage because of pressure from the defense throws a forward pass without a realistic chance of completion. A realistic chance of completion is defined as a pass that is thrown in the direction of and lands in the vicinity of an original eligible receiver, right? And uh, he got stopped. He was going to get hammered. He threw the ball down. It's intentional grounding. It was the correct call. I'm watching it. I'm like going, how is that not intentional grounding? And like, they threw the flag. The announcer is uh, Jim Nance, Tony Romer. Like, ah, it's intentional grounding. And it was. 
and he kind of fucked up their drive. Whatever, there you go. People are complaining about it. And then the, the bigger penalty occurred at the end of the game where the Chiefs are driving. There's, I don't know, 30 seconds left in the game. Not a whole lot of time. Less than that. Bengals are coming for Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is gimpy. He's got a bum ankle. But he's running. He's running for a first down. He's running to get out of bounds. And he gets really close to the first down marker. I think he got it. I'm trying to remember the play. I think he got it. But then what happened is a defensive player from the uh, Bengals, I think his name was Joseph Asai, who actually was a very good fucking player, had a really good game. But Patrick Mahomes is out. He had taken like a step or two steps. He's out of bounds. And Joseph Asai came over and shoved him even more. And so he, get, he got called for uh, an unsportsmanlike conduct or whatever. So it added an extra 15 yards to the play. It got the Chiefs within field goal distance. The Chiefs kick a field goal. And uh, they, they win. I mean, there's four seconds left. The game's not over, but it's, it's over. And they won. And a lot of people are like, oh, my God, what an unbelievably bad call. And I'm watching the game, and I'm like going, Patrick Mahomes, first off, he was running out of bounds. And second off, when the dude touched him, shoved him, pushed him, he was already out of bounds. It's a fucking call. Is it a good call? Not No, but is it the right call? Absolutely. So I hate when I see people saying that the game is rigged. It's rigged. I'm like, no, how about your team made some dumb plays? Bad decisions. Where's the responsibility of the players going, yeah, you know, I fucked up. I fucked up. And Joseph Asai, credit to him when he was being questioned by the reporters after the game. And they were asking him about it. He, he owned up to it. He took it. He felt bad about it. He spent a good amount of time sitting on the sidelines crying. Because uh, I don't want to say that, that uh, he lost them the game, but yeah, he did. <laughs> if he hadn't given them that extra 15 yards, they probably wouldn't have been able to kick the field goal. I mean, who the fuck knows? The game would have gone into overtime, whatever. Who the fuck knows, right? But I see all these people, oh, my God, and they keep showing replays and stuff. And I'm like going, how are you looking at this and saying that's not a penalty? And that just makes me go, people people just can't handle losing. They can't handle it. When, when did we decide, and when I say we, I mean we is like the grander society of fucking morons. When do we decide that losing is bad? I mean, nobody likes to lose, but you know what? You, you take more from losing than you do from winning, and I suppose that's become an awful cliche. But it's the only way that you grow. I mean, when you win, you're just like, all right, I guess everything's good as it is. I'll just keep doing things the same way. And then you fucking proceed to suck. You suck donkey dick. And then you get mad because you lost. Like, I'm a winner. Winners can't lose. I'm like, everybody loses. There's no one out there who uh, who's undefeated. Now, somebody might say, oh, Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, whatever. Fuck Floyd. Floyd fought fucking tomato cans. And Floyd, the, his style of boxing was fucking... Nobody, 
Nobody wanted to watch Floyd Mayweather box. He was incredibly boring. He fucking turtled up. He turtled up. He is a bum. <laughs> I'm probably calling one of the greatest boxers of all time a bum, but I am, and I stick by it. I said what I said, and I'll say it again. He actually, side story, he, a uh, long, long time ago, long, long time ago, he, uh, he is, Floyd Mayweather is from Grand Rapids. And uh, <laughs> he, Floyd Mayweather is a very small man. I mean, he might be a great boxer and whatever, but he's small. He fucking probably is like a buck 40, five foot six, whatever. He's a small man. But he's, uh, he's got a large entourage because he's got a lot of money. And I know, I know a dude who went to school with uh, Floyd. Again, Floyd went to public schools in the area. He went to Ottawa Hills High School, if I remember correctly. And uh, so, he, you know, he's from here. He's, I don't know if he still lives here. I know he's still got family members here. He comes back here occasionally. I think he lives in Vegas. Whatever cares. But I remember one time he came back. And a guy that I know who went to school with Floyd, uh, apparently when he and Floyd were in school, yeah, I don't know if this guy picked on Floyd or what, but Floyd did not like this dude that I knew. But the dude that I knew probably was three times the size of Floyd. He was a large man. And uh, Floyd proceeded to have his entourage beat the shit out of the dude that I know. And the dude, apparently the dude got hit in the head with like a fucking liquor bottle, Jack Daniels or some shit. I mean, he spent time in the hospital. He got fucked up. Now, he did get a settlement. <laughs> he couldn't tell me specifics. You know, probably sign a non-disclosure agreement or whatever. Uh, but my buddy did all of a sudden have like a very large uh, SUV in his possession that he probably could not have afforded otherwise. But hey, whatever. Sometimes it pays to get your fucking head caved in. <laughs> but these people are calling and saying things are rigged. They're saying football is rigged. No, you can't. You can't say that. Because then if you're saying that, then what's the point? What's the point of watching anymore? Because you, anytime your team loses, rig. It's rigged. Does anyone say the game's rigged when their team wins? Are the Kansas City Chiefs fans right now going, yeah, the game's rigged, rigged, totally rigged. No, they're reveling in the fact that they won. They're going back to the Super Bowl. I think this is their third Super Bowl in like four years or something, five years. They're a good team. Patrick Mahomes, good player. He's got a lot of good surrounding cast of characters. There's a good defense. The coach, Andy Reid, is probably one of the all-time greatest coaches right now. He's probably the best coach in the league right now, which is funny because he's a fat fuck. And I'm not going to lie, I love Andy Reid because he is a fat fuck. I hate all these new dudes who are coaches, who are, they're all in like their mid to late 30s, and they're all just like ripped. Fuck those guys. Fuck them. I want a dude who fucking uh, eats donuts. For dinner. That's what I want. And that's Andy Reid. And Andy Reid is drawing mustaches on people. It's the greatest of all time. But when you go around saying it's rigged, 
You can't have trust in anything. Now, there's a guy that I follow on social media. He, he has a, uh, a Facebook page called uh, Hollywood's World of Sports. All right? And this guy, you know, he, he talks about sports. He gives his opinion. Like, he's a big wrestling fan. I don't know what else he's a fan of. But he'll just throw out opinions. And it's just kind of weird to me. Because what he throws out, he's not really telling you anything. He's just throwing out like, oh, hey, yesterday the Philadelphia Eagles won. Oh, hey, yesterday the Kansas City Chiefs won. Oh, really? Thanks, dude. I didn't know that. You're giving me fucking knowledge. And I'm like, ah, he's not really giving me fucking knowledge. But he was the guy who said, oh, yeah, it's rigged. He's like, listen, I'm not trying to say anything, but uh, there's shit going on uh, behind closed doors or whatever. I'm like, no, no, there isn't. What, what would make you say that? I, I didn't have much fucking uh, belief or, or faith in your fucking sports takes. Now I definitely don't. Now this guy's big into uh, cornhole, that game cornhole or... Some of you might call it fucking uh, bags or whatever, right? You know, it's bean bags, and you try to throw it in a hole in a board, and it's like, I don't know, 10 yards away, something like that. Is it fun? Yeah, I'll say it's fun. Is it a sport? Fuck you. It's not a sport. If that's a sport, jarts is a sport. Get the fuck out of here. But uh, I said, hey, man, uh, uh, the only sport that's rigged is cornhole. Cornhole is rigged. And he's like, no, it's the least rigged sport out there, or whatever. And I was like, oh, well, how you have forgotten? Because there was a cornhole scandal back in like October. Some dudes were, they were cheating and they were using like smaller bean bags. I forget what they were doing. It was something like they were uh, putting them in a freezer or something. They were doing something to make it so their bean bags were smaller. So it'd make it more likely that they would fit in the hole. Just dumb. This is dumb. Everybody's cheating to try and get themselves that little extra advantage. Whatever. This is dumb. So, uh, but he's like, oh, nope. You know, whatever. I was like, yeah, that was just the one thing, whatever. I'm like, you know, I'm fighting the argument. Do I believe in anything that I'm saying? No. But that's the whole thing. You can't believe that shit's rigged. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, well, those guys are, they're the dumb fucks. They're the ones who got caught. Imagine all the other shit that's going on. I'm just trying to argue the point. You can't go around going and saying things are rigged. The only thing you can say that's rigged is wrestling, because wrestling is rigged. We all know it now. It's this thing, the secret's out. When I was a kid, yeah, I believe wrestling was real. There's good guys, there's bad guys, they fight, weird shit happens. None of it seemed to make sense to me, even as a kid. Oh, a dude got hit in the head with a chair, but somehow he gets stronger as a result. I don't know, I'm, I'm a fucking dumb child. I guess it's real. Is, it, is professional wrestling athletic? Sure. These dudes are fucking jacked. They're doing crazy shit. But the outcome is predetermined. Football is not predetermined. Now, if you want to say that there's a lot of human error out there, yeah. If you want to go, why aren't fucking penalties being called? I'll tell you this too. 
People are committing penalties on every fucking play. If you want to say that somebody's holding on every play, you can. Fuck. It's crazy. It's crazy. Don't believe it's rigged. Don't believe uh, elections are rigged. If you believe in any of that shit, how do you get through life? How can you say anything that happens in life isn't rigged? I, it's crazy. Some sorry. Sometimes you lose. I'm incredibly bummed that the Buffalo Bills lost, but you know what? They played like shit. Was the game rigged? No, they played poorly. The Bengals were the better team that day. They won. Fuck. It's so funny to see Bengals fans. I, I'm, I'm friends with a couple of Bengals fans, and just to see how they respond. And a lot of them were responding today of like, fire the coaches. We're wasting Joe Burrow's talent. And I'm like going, oh, fuck, this is exactly what the Bills were saying. Bills fans were saying last week. No, Bengals fans are saying it this week. And you know what? Next week, they'll probably be saying it, or two weeks, I guess, because Super Bowl's in two weeks. Two weeks, they'll be saying about the same thing about either the Eagles or the Chiefs, depending upon who loses. Now, who do I think will win? I'm going to call right now. I think it's going to be the Chiefs. I'll say it out loud right now. It's gonna be it's gonna be hard it's hard for me to root for NFC teams. I don't know why. I just can't. I can't. Can't. So rooting for the Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Whatever. I hate their dumb tomahawk chop thing. It's just stupid. I told my buddy who was a Chiefs fan. I was like, hey man, I can't lie to you. I hope the Chiefs win. But that dumb fucking tomahawk chop thing is dumb as shit. And he's like, yeah, I get it. As someone who's not a fan of the Chiefs, I get it. But as someone who is a Chiefs fan, and when you're in the stadium and that shit's going on, he's like, it's the greatest of all time. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not a Chiefs fan, and I think it's dumb as shit. (laughs) Please stop doing it. I'm going to petition Kansas City fans to stop doing it because it's dumb. I don't like when Florida State fans do it. I don't like when Kansas City fans do it. Do the Atlanta Braves, do they do it? It's dumb. Please stop. You're embarrassing yourself. Do the fucking wave. It's just as dumb. You're embarrassing yourself. So this morning, because I didn't have to work, (laughs) I watched uh, the newest episode of The Last of Us. Are you guys watching it? I don't mean to brag. I got HBO Max. (laughs) Are you guys watching it? Um, Because I have a question. Apparently, the, the, the show is based upon a video game. And um, it's very, uh, it's very much Walking Dead. I'm, I'm going to say it out loud. The Last of Us is ripping off Walking Dead. Now, I don't know which came out first. Maybe The Last of Us came out before The Walking Dead. I was aware of The Walking Dead before The Last of Us, but whatever. Uh, instead of zombies, it's people have been taken over by fungi. Is there really that big of a difference? You kill them by shooting them in the head. It's always, if you don't know how to kill something, shoot them in the head. It's as simple as that. Fuck all that other shit. Just hit them in the head. But the um, the episode that I watched from last night, Sunday the 29th, um, if you're a fan of the show and you haven't watched it yet, skip ahead a couple minutes here. I didn't get it. Um... The show, it was too much of a love story, which is fine. It has its place, I suppose. I'm just, I don't watch zombie movies for love stories. 
I don't watch a war movie for love stories. If I want a love story, I'll go watch a love story. I don't watch porn for the love story. <laughs> right? So it was weird when uh, it came out, and this I was, it was not what I was expecting. Was it fine? Yeah, it was okay. But I had a lot of people go, oh my God, it was the greatest episode. Nick Offerman should get uh, whatever the TV is, an Emmy, the award for TV shows, an Emmy. I'm like, I guess, I guess. I, it just seemed, um, it seemed out of place. It seemed like it didn't necessarily develop any kind of characters. Uh, you'll have to watch the show, and when you watch the show, you see what I mean. But I don't know where, where the fuck it played in the video game. So I think there was a lot of creative license from the show last night. I watched the show to see fucking zombie fungi creatures. And I watched the show because I want to see how depraved human beings become. Because as I've said, I believe, and, and most fucking of these shows will tell you, when there is a worldwide collapse, pandemic, war, invasion, natural catastrophes, whatever, and there are no more laws, I think people are just going to lose their fucking mind. I I do, because I don't have faith in humanity. I wish I did. I don't. I have zero faith in humanity. <laughs> we will be the end of ourselves. But if you watch that show, get at me. Uh, let, let me know what you think. I'm, I mean, I'm enjoying the show enough. But I just need there to be more zombie creatures and more shitbag people. That's all. That's all I'm fucking saying. Shitbag creatures. All right, what do I got here? Oh, I saw this. And it made me go, oh my God, someone's actually doing this. Because I had an idea. I had an idea a long, long time ago. Long, long time ago. I had an idea for um, pizza boxes, right? I uh, Maybe I talked about this on a podcast, or maybe I was just talking about it with Jamie. I can't remember. But um, I had an idea of pizza boxes being returnable, right? Like, it, it's made out of plastic, and then, like, you, you get it, and then you put, like, a dollar deposit on it or something. And then you return it, and then you get your dollar back, right? You got to make it big enough that people are going to want to return it, right? You can't, it can't be, like, soda cans or whatever that's, like, a nickel or a dime. Like, a pizza box got to be more. It's got to be, like, a dollar plus or whatever. And then you return it. And clearly, you return it back to the place that you bought the pizza from, right? Like there's no, like a Coke can, you could have bought the Coke can anywhere, but like a pizza box, hey, it's Franco's Pizza or whatever, right? It's Jimmy's Pizza and it says it right there on the box and you gotta take it back to Jimmy's Pizza and you get your dollar back. And you know, and you, they can wash it out, recycle it, whatever, right? Because you can't recycle pizza boxes as they are. The cardboard, because it gets, um, pizza grease on it whatever 
and so they can't it can't be recycled right apparently uh in ann arbor because ann arbor is a green fucking uh hippy dippy crunchy place uh they're coming up with uh returnable takeout food containers it's fucking it's fucking great Let's see, an analysis of a pilot program used in about half a dozen restaurants in Ann Arbor found that switching to reusable containers for takeout orders can improve sustainability by reducing energy use, global warming potential, water consumption, waste, and costs. Such a switch would break even in climate and energy impacts after four to 13 uses of the returnable containers. It's pretty fucking cool. The, the problem is though, the people just need to rinse out the containers with cold water, right? They can't, they can't do anything else to it. And if they don't follow these things, it's saying here that they can have uh, some impact upon the containers themselves. It says here, some people may think they need to wash their usable container, put it in the dishwasher, wash it out with soap and water. They don't need to wash it because it's going to get washed by the restaurant. So again, if you do this extra wash, it's going to take from the overall benefit of the reusable systems. So they just want you to be like, hey, use it, and then just take it back to the restaurant, and the restaurant will take care of it. And I think it's good for the restaurant because uh, they won't need to continuously buy like styrofoam packaging or even the cardboard packaging, and they just kind of can keep reusing things. And most of these places have kitchens as a guy who was a busboy for a while in college most restaurants got that fucking system where you can just put everything and wash it through research team analyzed multiple container types including polypropylene bioplastic and aluminum the study confirmed reusable takeout containers outperformed all single-use options even compostable go-to boxes for reducing carbon emissions energy and water use as well as expensive for expenses for restaurants the environmental benefits are the overarching goal said roger bowser managing partner and chef at participating zingerman's deli in ann arbor uh, bowser has been in the food in, been a food industry professional for the better part of three decades and said the amount of waste he watched go to landfill through the years began to wear on him yeah i bet i bet so I think that's pretty cool that they're doing it. Would you guys be agreeable to that or acceptable of that? Like if you knew that you're doing takeout and you go and you pick up shit and they're using a container that's already been used, are you cool with that? You know, you should be because when you go into restaurants, you know like all the silverware, the plates, the cups and everything else that you might go in when you sit down, that shit's all been used before. All right, you go to one of these fancy schmancy restaurants or even a fucking greasy spoon diner you know that shit's been uh gone, gone through a dishwasher at some point because somebody else used it i think it's great they stole my idea although again i was thinking pizza boxes i was thinking pizza boxes i think people would do it if they if they brought the shit back you gotta bring the shit back all right probably gonna end on this 
because I rambled way too fucking much up front. I apologize, everybody. Um, this is an article about bullies and how adults can be bullies too. What? You mean someone who was a bully as a child might continue to be a bully as an adult? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. There was a guy today who, I don't know if he was necessarily trying to bully me. He was definitely going to, he was trying to be a dick to me. A friend of mine on her Instagram page, she was talking about alpha males and how when people say they're alpha males, that they're, they're probably the least alpha thing going on, right? Alpha males, for the most part, don't act very alpha. And so I said, what makes me laugh are the people who own the shirts that are like wolves, not sheep. It's the same concept of, I'm a wolf. I'm not a sheep. And the whole concept came from people who got vaccinations and people who wore masks were sheep. The government's telling you to do something and you're doing it. You're sheep. I'm a wolf. I do what I want. Grr. <laughs> fucking idiots. And I'm like, you're the fucking idiot who bought into a marketing scheme. You now own a t-shirt. That says, I'm a wolf, not a sheep. Get out of here. You just spent 20 bucks plus on a dumb t-shirt. Who's the fucking sheep now, you fucking moron? But So I said, those are the people who made me laugh. And the guy came back at me and he said, oh, I, the people who make me laugh are the ones who, who got unnecessary vaccines and wear masks to help prevent them from getting sick from a disease that probably wouldn't kill them in the first place. Oh my God, everybody, this guy's a fucking idiot. He's an idiot. Because you know why? Um, yeah, odds are pretty good that if you get COVID, you're probably not going to die, right? If you're a relatively healthy person, you're probably not going to die. But, how many of you know people who have died from COVID? I do. I'm raising my hand. I know you can't see me, but I'm raising my hand right now because I know two people who have passed away from, from Rona. Two dudes who were younger than me passed away from the Rona. Two dudes that I actually liked. I liked these two dudes. It wasn't assholes that I didn't fucking like. It was dudes that I did like. They're dead. And... Um, if you get the vaccine and you wear a mask, what you're doing is you're trying to minimize transmission of the disease, symptoms of the disease, all of this stuff. And I just find it incredibly weird that someone is going to come and say, I'm a fucking idiot because I got a vaccine. I'm a fucking idiot because I wear a mask. What? Get the fuck out of here. You are you dumb? Are you dumb as shit? And apparently the guy is he's he's dumb as shit. He's dumb as shit. It's dumb. It's dumb, man. It's dumb, right? The the new job that I have, I have to get vaccinated anyway. They're like, yeah, we don't hire people unless they're vaccinated. Okay, I'm cool with it. I'm I get vaccinated on my own anyway. Do people still get vaccinated for the flu? I don't really know anyone who's died from the flu, but you know what? This was it, the Spanish flu of 1918 that wiped out how many millions of people? That, that fucking flu? Flu! 
killed a shit ton of people. We get vaccines for so we don't get sick from it. We don't die from it. Don't fucking come at me and try to bully me, motherfucker. Don't try to bully me, motherfucker. I, I looked into doing some voiceover work. <laughs> I suppose I can only do it if uh, I can swear on, on the regular. But they said, one of the things, I was, when I was looking through stuff, one of the things they said is, uh, you should maybe consider doing a podcast to help you with your public speaking and your talking. I'm like, shit, I got that covered. All right, let's get back to bullying. This is how you know when you're dealing with an adult bully. Number one, they look for opportunities to bully you in front of an audience. Adult bullies seek attention and display their bullying tactics in the presence of others. On a group call, in person, and reply all email through social media. Yep, I just kind of fucking described that, dude. They're often opportunists. The person bullying feels more empowered when there is an audience. Yeah, they're not going to fucking bully you. When no one's around, they don't get any kind of power from that. They got to make it so that others believe that they have some kind of power. And others won't believe that unless they're fucking around watching them do it. So, yeah, they're fucking cunts. Bullies love to gossip. They love to spread rumors. They gossip in break rooms. They share information they shouldn't about someone else, etc., etc. And again, technology permits people to cause pain without seeing its impact on others. Uh, with or without consequences. Yeah, that, that is true. It's weird. It, it's hard for me to envision kids today having to deal with that. I'm glad I don't have any kids. I'm glad I don't have teenagers that got to deal with shit on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. I was on TikTok very briefly this weekend. So I actually I made an account I have not made any videos, and I highly doubt I will, because I was on there for like a second. I'm like, oh my God, this is all kind of overwhelming and stupid what I was looking at. Pretty dumb. Uh, bullies are masters of passive-aggressive behavior. Passive-aggressive bullying tends to be less easily identifiable because most anti-bullying advice from anger management classes to zero-tolerance policies at work deals with more overt forms of bullying. They'll embed jabs and biting remarks in the form of jokes or use humor. Holy shit, I'm good at that. The bully will use sarcasm, eye-rolling, shaming, and blaming, mimicking, and mo or mocking to control and coerce and flip the script, accusing the victim of not being able to take a joke or telling them to lighten up. Oh, my God. That isn't me. I never tell anyone to lighten up. But people should also realize, like, oh, this is fucking jokes. Uh, 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 uh. All right, so how do you deal with bullies? How do you deal with them? You look for the bystanders and witnesses. So a good portion of the time when they are trying to fucking bully you in front of others, you got your witnesses there. All right? So fucking use the witnesses. Seek allies to help you deal with bullying when necessary. Use the witnesses to help you beat the shit out of the bully. Right? Have one of the things where the witness gets down on all fours and you push the bully over them. It's perfect. You see that in movies all the time. Always works. And it's hilarious. Uh, be intentional when you engage with the bullies. 
Bullies will attempt to push on your buttons, so it's important to continuously remind yourself that a bully's behavior reflects how they feel about themselves and it has nothing to do with you. I don't know about that. Maybe. I know the difference between bullying and harassment. Bullying is directed at an individual who belongs to a protected class. Or excuse me, when bullying is directed at an individual who belongs to a protected class, it is considered harassment. So if they're calling you like racial slurs or saying something about your uh, sexual orientation or whatever, yeah, that is harassment and that is not necessarily bullying. So document any instances of bullying to either give to your boss or fucking the authorities or whoever. Don't allow yourself to be a part of the system that either supports or ignores bullying. Sometimes that happens at work. I don't think I've ever seen it. But you always hear about how, like, everybody's like, yeah, fucking relax, man. Yeah, we always do this or that or whatever. Fuck you. Or they're basically, they're just trying to get rid of somebody, so they're constantly bullying them to get them to quit, so... So if you're being bullied, remember your happiness is just as important as anybody else's. No uh, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. In other words, don't accept what a bully has to say is true. Fuck them. Fuck those bullies. If you're getting bullied, let me know. I own a couple different baseball bats. We can take care of business. (laughs) Speaking of taking care of business, that's it. We're done. We're done with this podcast. So uh, if you guys can do me a solid, if somehow you've managed to get through almost 55 minutes of this podcast, um, if you can like the Facebook page and the Twitter page, you probably already have. I appreciate that. If you guys can do rate, review, subscribe on the freebie, that would be awesome. If you could check out my Macari store, my T Public store, that'd be great. It's a lot of sports shit. If you can't find the link to either of those, uh, let me know, and I will uh, send them to you, and then you can see, uh, maybe you'll find something you like. There you go. Uh, Consider subscribing to the Patreon. I already mentioned that. Five bucks a month is pretty cheap. It's just way more podcasting. So if you like this podcast, you'll love that podcast because it's just more podcast. Uh, Check it out at patreon.com. Search out Elemental Podcast. You'll find it. Five bucks a month. That's it. And then do these five things for me, too. These people uh, support me, and I will support them. Check out Bear Boards and Tables over on Instagram in their Macari store. Mark makes a lot of cool things out of wood. So check out his store. Buy something from him. If you don't see anything that you like, uh, get a hold of him and go, Hey, man, can you do this? Can you make me this? And odds are pretty good. He probably can. Um, Am I speaking out of turn? Absolutely. But uh, maybe you'll find something you like from Mark at Bear Boards and Tables. I got more people because there was, I guess, another commercial for Cocaine Bear going, oh my God, what? Cocaine Bear? It looks stupid. Hollywood is dumb. And I'm like, "Um, it looks amazing to me. I don't know. Is it stupid? Yeah. Will it be stupid? Yeah. Will it be fun? Yeah. I mean, it's loosely based on a true story. True story, but uh, go. it'll be a great movie when it comes out. Uh, Sunday Slaw with Adam and Stephanie House. They eat a lot of coleslaw together, and they stick around. I can only imagine what their farts are like when they're driving home after they eat so much coleslaw at the restaurant. 
But check them out on Facebook, The Sunday Slaw. Watch their videos. Do what they tell you. That's awesome. The Sunday Slaw. Check out Magic JDM, John Badass Midgley. He, uh, he's got a lot of magic stuff over there. He's been doing a lot of drawings, too. I don't know if he's drawing on his regular page or on his magic page. Hopefully, he's doing it on both. He's a really good artist. Go check him out. Magic JBM. Check out Extra Levels Gaming on Facebook. It's a retro video game store in Holt, Michigan. Stu, I don't live near Holt, Michigan. I don't give a shit. Go check him out at extralevelsgaming.com. Buy some old video games from them. Nintendo, Atari, Intellivision, ColecoVision, whatever. Whatever gaming system you have, they probably got a game for you. Check them out. Extra Levels Gaming on Facebook and extralevelsgaming.com. And then, uh, last but not least, check out uh, Matt Harbor Art on TikTok and Instagram. He's on the Ticker Talker. Check him out. And then check out his store on Etsy, Barefoot Gnome. He sells a lot of cool gnome uh, pieces. Uh, you're going to love them. You can also get a hold of them, and uh, maybe he can make something special for you. So uh, that's Matt Harper Art, TikTok and Instagram, Barefoot Gnome on Etsy. That's Matt with two T's. The extra T is for titties. Titties. So uh, that's it, everybody. I am done. I will see you guys tomorrow for the Patreon, or I will see you on Thursday for the freebie. Have a good day. I'll let you guys know about work uh, tomorrow. We'll talk to you. Okay, bye.